Chapter Twenty Nine of With Christ in the School of Prayer by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Twenty Ninth Lesson If We Ask According to His Will, or Our Boldness in Prayer. And this is the boldness which we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us and if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask we know that we have the petitions which we have asked of him first john chapter five verses fourteen and fifteen one of the greatest hindrances to believing prayer is with many undoubtedly this they know not if what they ask is according to the will of god as long as they are in doubt on this point they cannot have the boldness to ask in the assurance that they certainly shall receive and they soon begin to think that if once they have made known their requests and receive no answer it is best to leave it to god to do according to his good pleasure the words of john if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us as they understand them make certainty as to answer to prayer impossible because they cannot be sure of what really may be the will of god they think of god's will as his hidden counsel how man should be able to fathom what really may be the purpose of the all-wise god this is the very opposite of what john aimed at in writing thus he wished to rouse us to boldness to confidence to full assurance of faith in prayer he says this is the boldness which we have toward him that we can say father thou knowest and i know that i ask according to thy will i know thou hearest me this is the boldness that if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us on this account he adds at once if we know that he heareth us whatsoever we ask we know through this faith that we have that we now while we pray receive the petition the special things we have asked of him john supposes that when we pray we first find out if our prayers are according to the will of god they may be according to god's will and yet not come at once or without the persevering prayer of faith it is to give us courage thus to persevere and to be strong in faith that he tells us this gives us boldness or confidence in prayer if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us it is evident that if it be a matter of uncertainty to us whether our petitions be according to his will we cannot have the comfort of what he says we know that we have the petitions which we have asked of him but just this is the difficulty more than one believer says i do not know if what i desire be according to the will of god god's will is the purpose of his infinite wisdom it is impossible for me to know whether he may not count something else better for me than what i desire or may not have some reasons for withholding what i ask everyone feels how with such thoughts the prayer of faith of which jesus said whosoever shall believe that these things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith becomes an impossibility there may be the prayer of submission and of trust in god's wisdom there cannot be the prayer of faith 
the great mistake here is that god's children do not really believe that it is possible to know god's will or if they believe this they do not take the time and trouble to find it out what we need is to see clearly in what way it is that the father leads his waiting teachable child to know that his petition is according to his will it is through god's holy word taken up and kept in the heart the life the will and through god's holy spirit accepted in his indwelling and leading that we shall learn to know that our petitions are according to his will through the word there is a secret will of god with which we often fear that our prayers may be at variance it is not with this will of god but his will as revealed in his word that we have to do in prayer our notions of what the secret will may have decreed and of how it may render the answers to our prayers impossible are mostly very erroneous childlike faith as to what he is willing to do for his children simply keeps to the father's assurance that it is his will to hear prayer and to do what faith in his word desires and accepts in the word the father has revealed in general promises the great principles of his will with his people the child has to take the promise and apply it to the special circumstances in his life to which it has reference whatever he asks within the limits of that revealed will he can know to be according to the will of god and he may confidently expect in his word god has given us the revelation of his will and plans with us with his people and with the world with the most precious promises of the grace and power with which through his people he will carry out his plans and do his work as faith becomes strong and bold enough to claim the fulfilment of the general promise in the special case we may have the assurance that our prayers are heard they are according to god's will take the words of john in the verse following our text as an illustration if any man see his brother sinning a sin not unto death he shall ask and god will give him life such is the general promise and the believer who pleads on the ground of this promise prays according to the will of god and john would give him boldness to know that he has the petition which he asks but this apprehension of god's will is something spiritual and must be spiritually discerned it is not as a matter of logic that we can argue it out god has said it i must have it nor has every christian the same gift or calling while the general will revealed in the promise is the same for all there is for each one a special different will according to god's purpose and herein is the wisdom of the saints to know this special will of god for each of us according to the measure of grace given us and so to ask in prayer just what god has prepared and made possible for each it is to communicate this wisdom that the holy ghost dwells in us the personal application of the general promises of the word to our special personal needs it is for this that the leading of the holy spirit is given us it is this union of the teaching of the word and spirit that many do not understand and so there is a twofold difficulty in knowing what god's will may be some seek the will of god in an inner feeling or conviction 
and would have the spirit lead them without the word others seek it in the word without the living leading of the holy spirit the two must be united only in the word only in the spirit but in these most surely can we know the will of god and learn to pray according to it in the heart the word and spirit must meet it is only by indwelling that we can experience their teaching the word must dwell must abide in us heart and life must day by day be under its influence not from without but from within comes the quickening of the word by the spirit it is only he who yields himself entirely in his whole life to the supremacy of the word and the will of god who can expect in special cases to discern what that word and will permit him boldly to ask and even as with the word just so with the spirit if i would have the leading of the spirit in prayer to assure me what god's will is my whole life must be yielded to that leading so only can mind and heart become spiritual and capable of knowing god's holy will it is he who through word and spirit lives in the will of god by doing it who will know to pray according to that will in the confidence that he hears us would that christians might see what incalculable harm they do themselves by the thought that because possibly their prayer is not according to god's will they must be content without an answer god's word tells us that the great reason of unanswered prayer is that we do not pray aright ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss in not granting an answer the father tells us that there is something wrong in our prayer he wants to teach us to find it out and confess it and so to educate us as to true believing and prevailing prayer he can only attain his object when he brings us to see that we are to blame for the withholding of the answer our aim or our faith or our life is not what it should be but this purpose of god is frustrated as long as we are content to say it is perhaps because my prayer is not according to his will that he does not hear me oh let us no longer throw the blame of our unanswered prayers on the secret will of god but on our praying amiss let that word ye receive not because ye ask amiss be as the lantern of the lord searching heart and life to prove that we are indeed such as those to whom christ gave his promises of certain answers let us believe that we can know if our prayer be according to god's will let us yield our heart to have the word of the father dwell richly there to have christ's word abiding in us let us live day by day with the anointing which teacheth all things let us yield ourselves unreservedly to the holy spirit as he teaches us to abide in christ to dwell in the father's presence and we shall soon understand how the father's love longs that the child should know his will and should in the confidence that that will includes all that his power and love have promised to do know too that he hears the petitions which we ask of him this is the boldness which we have that if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us lord teach us to pray blessed master with my whole heart i thank thee for this blessed lesson 
that the path to a life full of answers to prayer is through the will of god lord teach me to know this blessed will by living it loving it and always doing it so shall i learn to offer prayers according to that will and to find in their harmony with god's blessed will my boldness in prayer and my confidence in accepting the answer father it is thy will that thy child should enjoy thy presence and blessing it is thy will that everything in the life of thy child should be in accordance with thy will and that the holy spirit should work this in him it is thy will that thy child should live in the daily experience of distinct answers to prayer so as to enjoy living and direct fellowship with thyself it is thy will that thy name should be glorified in and through thy children and that it will be in those who trust thee o oh, my father let this thy will be my confidence in all i ask blessed saviour teach me to believe in the glory of this will that will is the eternal love which with divine power works out its purpose in each human will that yields itself to it lord teach me this thou canst make me see how every promise and every command of the word is indeed the will of god and that its fulfilment is secured to me by god himself let thus the will of god become to me the sure rock on which my prayer and my assurance of an answer ever rest amen note there is often great confusion as to the will of god people think that what god wills must inevitably take place this is by no means the case god wills a great deal of blessing to his people which never comes to them he wills it most earnestly but they do not will it and it cannot come to them this is the great mystery of man's creation with a free will and also of the renewal of his will in redemption that god has made the execution of his will in many things dependent on the will of man of god's will revealed in his promises so much will be fulfilled as our faith accepts prayer is the power by which that comes to pass which otherwise would not take place and faith the power by which it is decided how much of god's will shall be done in us when once god reveals to a soul what he is willing to do for it the responsibility for the execution of that will rests with us some are afraid that this is putting too much power into the hands of man but all power is put into the hands of man in christ jesus the key of all prayer and all power is his and when we learn to understand that he is just as much one with us as with the father and that we are also just as much one with him as he with the father we shall see how natural and right and safe it is that to those who abide in him as he in the father such power should be given it is christ the son who has the right to ask what he will it is through the abiding in him and his abiding in us in a divine reality of which we have too little apprehension that his spirit breathes in us what he wants to ask and obtain through us we pray in his name the prayers are really ours and as really his 
others again fear that to believe that prayer has such power is limiting the liberty and the love of god oh if we only knew how we are limiting his liberty and his love by not allowing him to act in the only way in which he chooses to act now that he has taken us up into fellowship with himself through our prayers and our faith a brother in the ministry once asked as we were speaking on this subject whether there was not a danger of our thinking that our love to souls and our willingness to see them blessed were to move god's love and god's willingness to bless them we were just passing some large water pipes by which water was being carried over hill and dale from a large mountain stream to a town at some distance just look at these pipes was the answer they did not make the water willing to flow downwards from the hills, nor did they give it its power of blessing and refreshment. This is its very nature. All that they could do is to decide its direction. By it the inhabitants of the town said they want the blessing there. And just so it is the very nature of God to love and bless. Downward and ever downward his love longs to come with its quickening and refreshing streams but he has left it to prayer to say where the blessing is to come he has committed it to his believing people to bring the living water to the desert places the will of god to bless is dependent upon the will of man to say where the blessing must descend such honour have his saints and this is the boldness which we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us and if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask we know that we have the petitions which we have asked of him end of twenty ninth lesson